Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, your smart speakers, the ESPN app, Mel Kuyper Jr., ESPN NFL draft analyst, analyst joins us for day three of our mock draft here on this show. Good morning, Mel. Good morning, gentlemen. How you guys doing? What's up, Mel? What up, Mel? Yeah, good to be with you guys. This is the best. Uh, that, that, nobody has three wide receivers on their team like Justin Jefferson, Thielen, and Osborne, but you got you three. So Ooh. you're rivaling even oh. the Vikings wide receiving core. Go man. ahead and talk that talk, Mel. Talk man. I you know you've reached a certain level of gangsterism in your life when you talk about Duke basketball with Jay Will and SC football with Key, and you do a mock draft, and Mel Kuyper Jr. shows up. As I said, Mama, I made it. Okay, look. <laughs> The draft continues. <laughs> Let me uh, – do we need to – should I Should I go – no, let, let's just pick it up where we are right now, okay? We are at pick number nine. The Seattle Seahawks are on the clock. Mina Kimes with the pick. With the ninth pick in the KJM mock draft, the Seattle Seahawks take – LSU cornerback Derek Stingley Jr. Cornerback's a huge need for them. So is offensive tackle. But I just think Stingley Jr. has all pro potential. Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback, LSU. The 6'1", 190 pounds. What is most important? Are you the guy that we saw in 2019 that was shutting down Jamar Chase in practice? That was shutting down Justin Jefferson and Terrace Marshall Jr. in practice? Because that player would be the best corner prospect in this draft and has the potential to be the best corner in the NFL. My questions come when you spent the last two years, only 10 games, injuries, those mount, ability is the best availability. Right now, that's the only question about Stingley. What do you think, Mel? Yeah, I think I'm not going to question Mina. Come on. <laughs> Mina's got it right. I mean, Derek Stingley Jr., Evan Neal, she said offensive tackle, neat area, obviously corner. One of those two players will look great in a Seahawks uniform. Stingley Jr., what can you do? Uh, you had the COVID year and you had the injury. That's what football is. Unfortunately, guys get hurt. But he's a great talent. He's going to be highly motivated coming in as the ninth pick, not the first, second, or third pick, which we thought he would be. I agree with Mina. I think it's certainly a guy. If he's there at nine, it's either he or Evan Neal, if Evan Neal's still available. This is certainly an easy pick for the Seattle Seahawks at the cornerback spot. He fits everything that Pete Carroll likes in his corners. Tall, rangy, six foot one, 190 pounds, very fluid. There's only a small sample size of his ability. But do you really need to see more than 10 games of college football to know if a guy can actually play? When you got an eye like Pete Carroll and that defensive staff, I think it fits right at number nine. All right, time for the 10th pick. The New York Jets are back on the clock. Here's our producer, Evan, with their pick. And with the 10th pick in the KJM mock draft, the New York Jets select Evan Neal, offensive tackle, Alabama. Mel, this was an easy one, right? Evan Neal, offensive tackle, Alabama. 
offers a lot of upside in terms of physical traits. Um, Bruce Feldman's number one freak in the country on his freak list, you know, ideal measurements, all that kind of stuff. And his pass protection is very clean and he's very fluid. That's the guy that I would probably lean as the best tackle in the draft. So let me no, ask, no, let okay. me ask you this, Max. Oh, who was a four? Who did the Jets pick at four in this mock? Um, I have to go back. Sauce and, Gardner. It was Sauce. Okay. Sauce. Okay. Sauce Gardner. Yeah, right. Sauce. Right. Sauce, Sauce would and mean, Evan Neal. Look at that. Sauce to me would be would uh, mesh with ten by taking a receiver. And Drake London's gone. Garrett Wilson's still there. I think they would go Wilson over Neal. They have Fant. They have Beckton. They added Tomlinson with Vera Tucker. They need a center. They got to get receiving weapons for Zach Wilson. They got to get a receiver in this draft. And I think if Drake London's there, he would be ideal. Obviously, if Garrett Wilson's there, he would make sense as well. Both are right there at the top of the board at wide receiver. So I think. Even though Neil would be tough to pass up, I think they would go Garrett Wilson at that point. I think in terms of what they're looking at, the offensive line is probably not their top need. The wide receiver position will be the top need with a Garrett Wilson. Much like Mel said, Drake London would be my favorite red zone target for them, but he went to Atlanta, at the, I think, at the nine, eight or nine spot. So now you look at what's left on the board at the receiver position. You don't want to take Jamison Williamson from uh, Alabama because of the injury. So now you fall to Garrett Wilson. You know he can play. He can fit right into the system with Zach Wilson. You have some speed to burn now. That's the best thing going. Man, I... Time for the 11th pick. Washington Commanders are on the clock. And Mark in Houston is ready with a pick. All right, with the 11th overall pick for the KJM mock draft, the Washington Commanders select Kyle Hamilton. I think they're just going to pick him because we got a defensive mind surrounding all aspects of the coaching level. So I just I know they're going with him. They're not going for a receiver. Kyle Hamilton, safety, Notre Dame. Yes, he had an injury cut into about half of his season this past year. I just love Hamilton's game. And I think the fact that they could bring him in with his length and his range and his, his ball skills, the production he's had with interceptions is, and passes bad down over the last few years at Notre Dame, he would be a great matchup counter, if you will, for some of those guys in the middle. Guys, does anybody, and I'll ask Key, does anybody care what your 40 time is once you're in the league and you're playing? Does anybody ever ask you, Key, nope. what you're in? Nobody cares. Okay, it's nope. how you play. Do you play fast? Do you play a little slower than your time? A lot of guys do. And I think when you look at Kyle Hamilton, nobody's ever questioned when he was playing at Notre Dame how fast he was. Now they're looking at that 4-6 saying, whoa, we've got to move him down. I think it's ridiculous that he's there at 11. If he is, that's a great pick for Washington. If he's sitting at 11, he replaces Landon Collins, somebody that they allowed to walk out the building. It's a perfect pick for them. Big, tall, long-rangey. They haven't had a safety that fits this ideal size since the late Sean Taylor. So it certainly falls exactly where you want with Jack Del Rio on the defensive side of the ball and a head coach in Ron Revere who loves defensive players. I like it if he falls that far. And now the Minnesota Vikings are on the clock with the 12th pick. Here's Phil Mackey from Score North with the pick. With the 12th overall pick in the 2022 KJM NFL mock, the Minnesota Vikings select wide receiver Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. The Ohio State receivers, I've got Garrett Wilson as my number two receiver. Chris Olave is my number three. Those guys were outstanding. We knew going in that Olave was a burner, and he ran a 4-3-9. Garrett Wilson came out and ran a 4-3-8. To me, that cements Wilson as at least 
the number two receiver in this draft. Couple things to unpack here, guys. First of all, will he be there? And I don't think he will. If he is, it's a luxury pick. It's based on the fact that he's the best available player on our board. We got to take him. KJ Osborne had a phenomenal year. Adam Thielen. You got Justin Jefferson, the great Justin Jefferson. You go three deep. I mentioned that earlier when we started the show. You go three deep here. Do you take Garrett Wilson? It is that luxury pick. But Derek Stingley Jr. is gone. Obviously, Sauce Gardner is gone. Do you take Trent McDuffie, the third best corner in this draft, or do you take Garrett Wilson, the best receiver? Even though you already have three that are really good for Kirk Cousins. So I, I agree on the best available player being Garrett Wilson, but the luxury pick thing is, is Stingley there. Stingley's there. You take Stingley. Uh, but I, in this mock, Stingley's gone. So I have no issue with the best available player going to Minnesota, and that's no question at this stage at 12 it would be Garrett Wilson. I think you take the best available player. You look at Adam Thielen. He's getting up there in age. Mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson makes sense. Yes, Osborne is doing great. Jefferson did great. But if you can move on from Thielen and that salary because he is a little bit older in age now and you want to get younger at that position, Garrett Wilson certainly could be in the mix, three deep, four deep for a little bit. But at some point, you've got to make a decision on Adam Thielen long term. So there you have it. That is uh, the mock draft for today. We do four selections a day. We are up to... 13, that's tomorrow. We do 13, 14, 15, and 16. Uh, Jay, you got a question for Mel? Uh, yeah, yeah, great, great. I'm glad we got through the draft. Mel. What you got, Jay? Here's the situation. What's up with my Giants? Here's the situation. <laughs> Yesterday, an autograph signer comes right. up to me. My back is to him. I'm at the bar trying to order mm-hmm. a cocktail for Keyshawn. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll see, I work for Keyshawn when we go to these events. I bring him cocktails. <laughs> and... Uh, it, the, the man put his his hand, the palm of his hand, on this lower small part of my back. Is it like, uh, like yeah, kind of yeah, like this? Yeah, you can't like, really see like what this. Evan's doing right now because we're not even on TV. It's weird. There's no even visual to see people. Uh, anyway, see, that's what happens, Mel. I get flustered. I get flabbergasted. The guy put his hand on my lower back right. and, and said, Jay, and I, I, how would you react to that? It's never happened they to me are before, Jay. Hall, Dark, like deep J. How would you? How, please tell me how you give me some advice on how you would react to that. I really, until you're in that situation, Jay, I can't tell you how I would react. I don't know. I've never had it happen. I've never been in that situation <laughs> Thank before. You. No, it's, I gotta it's say, very rare I'm, and uncommon. Is this, I'm looking at Jay now on the monitor, and there's something about the small of his back. It just makes me want to put my hand on it, like Evan and the guy <laughs> from yesterday. I don't know how Key is resisting so you know me, right Mel. now. Nobody, so you know I'm sorry, that, believe me, nobody's ever going to do that to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. See, because. It's a, you're saying I have the look of somebody that feels like they can violate me. That's what you're saying. That's what I look like now. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Back See, Mel, that. this is what happens. You, <laughs> that was Max, by the way. So this, this is what happens, Mel. This is what my ass does. You know, Key, every time he has a question, I, I get it on Google real quick. Da, 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 I need to find answers. Whoa. So I looked up the 25 reasons why men touch the small of your back. Oh, you know what? God. There's a million questions I'll get this time of the year, Jay. You, you Jay, just, you need you to read that. I've never got that before. Mel, okay, he so. needs to read that to know why you're a man. Why would you touch the small of someone's back? <laughs> because like he's it. nice looking and he's, he's very, right. you know, no, I don't want to hear about my hips and the he, small he's of my got back. a nice looking lower they... back. You know what I mean? And what can you do? Yeah, he's, he's athletic looking and that's okay. I'm done. You should be, Mel, you should be flattered that. Somebody was interested in getting your autograph. You so should be flattered. So what we're telling everybody, Mel, today is when you leave the show, watch your back. Yeah, and That's by it. the way, Jay. Just watch your back. He pumpkin pilot me. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> 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 
There is no small of the back, just the large of the back. Because <laughs> <Hey, laughs> they're fine say, that. No, the more pie you eat, the more sweet you are. You know, so I, don't, I don't know about that. Mean, that. I mean, not, not me, no. Not like that. That came out wrong. Jeez, hey, Big Shay would not done. agree with that, by the I'm way. Done. <laughs> I am done. Okay, man. Th- thank you we're for giving us a wonderful I never know what the heck I'm going to get asked on this show, boy. This is one for the books. Mel Kuyper Jr., ladies and gentlemen. I'll be talking to you later, Max. Thank you, man. Yeah, that's right. I'll be talking <laughs> on to Mel just later in. on today on this just yeah. in. 2 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Handsome hosts. Handsome hosts. <laughs> With a soft, right. small back. I don't know. I think 13th, uh, at number 13, someone's going to draft the small of Jay's back tomorrow. <laughs> Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. Got it, buddy. Have a great day, bud. See on ESPN oh, Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's get back to some NBA. Keyshawn, Jay, Will. And Max. You know, I think our, our intensity dropped a little bit in the second half. This comes down to coaching. So many people around the league have talked about Steve Nash's inability for in-game adjusting. And we saw that in their offense so many times in the second half. Wait, hold on, Max. Before we move on yeah. to the NBA, mm-hmm. Mel Kuyper destroyed Evan's pick with the Jets. He just shredded it and poo-pooed it, and Evan didn't even get a chance to say anything. I, I feel so like I know nothing about the NFL. When Mel Kuyper Jr. destroys your pick in the mock draft, there is no worse feeling. But I gotta tell you, the best I disagree. Is that we're looking at you. I disagree. Well, Max, say, the best is that we're looking at Evan. Evan's face while he was going through the pick. Like, he was so happy to be telling they, everybody why they were making the pick they were making. Evan, I'm with you. offense alignment, so, though. Yeah, so I know, but, Key, you can't have enough. So, uh, you have, like, a Evan yes. just <laughs> by taking Neil. It's not Evan true. put together a Max ridiculous a offensive fan. line. You get a receiver in the second round no, like your nephew. You can, All the best receivers oh, are in the second round nowadays. On. Hold on. A, correct. You can get a Terry McLaurin in the third round. You can get a Debo Samuel in the second round. You can get an A.J. Brown in the second round. The New York Jets, while they have George Fant and they have Becton, like, I'm not sold that Becton's just going to come back and be the guy, right? And they have to pay George Fant after this season. Evan Neal, at a point during this draft process, was the number one pick in some mock drafts. You got to take him. Like, Mm. he's available at 10. You got to take the value there. And then it gives you flexibility in case Makai Becton doesn't come back and perform well in case he's not in shape, but in case he doesn't not... pan out. And then George Fant, if you got to pay him after this season, you got to let him walk, you can trade him. And look at all the wide receivers that are available in the trade market right now. AJ exactly. Brown, bingo, bingo, Debo bingo. Samuel. I can give they up all two got the same agent. They're using it for leverage for money. On top of that, the Jets' needs are way more than an offensive lineman. They need secondary help. They need a big-time wide receiver. Yes, you can get a guy in the second or third round. Yes, you can. Maybe you don't, though. You you would rather have a guy that you know is going to pan out rather than, oh, I can get a guy in the second round because that's just – it's happening that way. My philosophy of team building, I don't know anything. Okay, but I do – this is what I would do. I'd have five all-pros on my O-line. I would have three starters backing them up who are versatile. Like, I don't think you can be deep and great enough there because everything to me comes off that. The Dallas Cowboys did that, and they're in the same position you in, Max. Well, that's true, but they had a great offensive line. They should have done better than they did. They also had weapons and all kinds of stuff. Look, we were uh, just about to talk Nets, which is uh, convenient since Evan got dunked on by Mel Kuyper Jr. So let's (laughs) – 
Let's let's do that. And by the way, I'm with Evan on this one. I take Neil, of course. Evan Neil, if he's well, available, Max. Just... No, you know why, right? Huh. Because we as Giant fans, we're looking for any help on offense. <laughs> no so that doubt. translates to every team. Every no team needs help on the line. Evan made a good argument, though. If the guy who would have could have been drafted number one is sitting there at ten, and it's an offensive lineman, you could look. Who's the best player in the world right now? That's what I want to know. Coming in, like LeBron was undisputed best player in the world for like a decade. Then it's like, oh, the title might be vacant. This guy has that strap. This guy has that belt. But no one's undisputed, right? Like LeBron, oh, KD looked like he was going to be the guy when he very nearly beat the Bucks single-handedly. And then Giannis threw his hat in the ring when he won finals MVP, a 50-piece in game six, right? And Embiid went crazy this year, the whole thing. Jay? Who's the best player in the world? Best basketball player oh. honor. I don't care about Jokic and his regular season MVP. I'm talking <laughs> about best player in the world. You probably have to go Giannis, right? I mean, I, the most dominant player in the world, doesn't a dominant translate to best? And I know as a hooper, I'm always going to look at, you know, who's the most skilled player in the world. And I would still say that's KD. But, I mean, the dominance that he has is, is different for Giannis, right? Even though last night they had a loss, and we'll find out more as this race for best player in the world continues, Max, which is fluid, because now not having Chris Middleton and not having Bobby Portis, okay, Giannis, it's time to go next level. Like, now now we have to see you carry your team, right, against a team that's actually in a great position to potentially win the series now in Chicago. So, so wait, sorry, I'm sorry, you... Jay. So, like, carry your team, such as a guy hitting a game-winning shot in overtime, or is that not good enough for you? Oh, no, I, no love for no, Joel no, Embiid here. We're just going straight to Giannis. This is fault to Giannis. No, no, no. This is the first year I've seen Joel Embiid be healthy the whole year. Most of the year. What? The whole year. But, Jay, what? would you say at this moment, I, I hear what you're saying. Giannis wrong? has been finals MVP. No, I get it. You can make a very, very strong case for Giannis. I, let's talk about who the contenders are. KD, who seems to be losing his grip on the title, right? Giannis, who seems to be ascending. And I think Embiid is the other guy in that conversation, right? Isn't Embiid right bad, there? He had two, KD had two bad games, man. Yeah, he but. can't just start deciding to throw him away because he had two no, bad no, games. No, no, it's not that. He, it's, it's, that it's not just two bad games, but he's got Kyrie with him, and at this moment it doesn't look good for them in round one after falling apart last year because of injury. We see he can't defend the way he used to since the Achilles. Like, it's a bunch of stuff. I'm not saying KD's out of the picture. I said I named his name first among candidates, right? I'm saying there's him, there's Giannis, and I think, would Embiid, is there Embiid, anyone else? No, Embiid, uh, Embiid, uh, yeah, Embiid's in the conversation, I mean, for best player in the game. Yeah. You know what's crazy, Jay? Key? When was the last time yeah. a big, a back-to-the-basket dude, like Embiid can play a lot of different ways, but also back-to-the-basket. He can play center in any era. When was the last time a wide-body big, seven feet, two, 70, 80, whatever it is, has been not only an MVP-level player in the regular season, but also dominated in the playoffs. You got to go back to Shaq. Well, you would have to go all the way back to Shaq, though, for that, because yeah. the game has changed so much. The bigs have kind of, kind of, got pushed aside for several years. Yo, and Max, I'm gonna say this. I know those three are in the conversation. I'm not leaving LeBron James. Of course, I'm no doubt. No man. doubt. I'm with you. I know, LeBron but it's right like there. you know we're talking about these three battling. But I mean, that dude at 37 years old averaged 30 this year. Come on, like you LeBron's know, right combating, com- fighting for the I scoring still, title. And I still, I know. Kyrie didn't play a full season, and he struggled this last game. You can't leave him out either. I, yeah, I, I would say, you cannot leave yo, him out. I, I, 
I'm not being a Kyrie Irving apologist, but I when didn't you, say you we, no, I'm saying, but for what I'm about to say, but when you see the dude scarfing down a banana and other food because it's Ramadan, he hasn't eaten. Like I don't know how dude, I don't know how you could play Yates. Come on here and talk to us. I don't know how that dude dropped 39, not eating all day. Oh, so when he dropped the, the 39, energy, he didn't eat. No, same as Ramadan. Yeah, Ramadan. Oh, okay. Ramadan oh, yeah, yeah. So he's not eating from sunrise to sunset. You know, it's a, it's a refresher of the the mind as well as the body. So you know, sometimes you might be mentally ready to go, but physically you I might not be brother. able to do it. So it I know. I mean, Elijahwan did it, and 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 you know, it was dropping all kinds of stuff on everyone's head. I would say this about Kyrie, guys. Kyrie but, but Max, is Max, the hold, next hold, hold, thing to the best player in the world. He's simply height yeah. deficient. We're talking about guys who can ball who are six eight yeah. to seven feet. So it's not no, that his skills I, see, aren't there. I don't see him being height deficient because his his package makes him like a big. He scored ten like his points shot last selection. Night, man. Max, I, I'm, I'm not taking one. The dude just had thirty nine the game before and hasn't eaten during Ramadan. Yeah, I, I'm I not, ain't doing that. I understand what you're saying, but I, I'm not going to go and be saying anything polarizing because the dude had one bad game. Well, I, yeah, I can't do that. Come on, man. I don't think it's come on. Do it, we're not going to be uh, that. We're not going to be that. Listen, I get it. State. I get it. It's still choices he's making, and sometimes personal choices can affect you professionally. The bottom line is, in a game the Nets really had to have, after yeah, talking about ball, Max. I'm not talking about Pearl. We're talking about yeah, on the court. We're talking about on the court, Hooping, man. I'm not talking about what you do off the court. Well, no, you just were talking about how floor. Ramadan – Fasting can maybe affect yeah, you physically. I, I totally agree. You. I brought but that up earlier. Your energy, it, it affects your energy level yeah. to a degree. But And he went out and dropped 39 points. For him to be able to do that in back-to-back games, it would be amazing because I couldn't go play a football game if I didn't eat. No doubt. There's no way in hell if I didn't have something in my stomach, I'd get a headache, start seeing Guys. white spots and all sorts of stuff. I, I've done... I've tried to just work out without eating before, and damn near passed out. You know the white spots when you get them, yeah. Jay? You start I, seeing the white spots? I Max, brought this he, up he, earlier he about it. I give, Max, him, he, I give him credit for it. Wait a minute. The point I was making is that if you make a personal choice in your life to do something that may affect you professionally, as amazing a physical feat as it must be to drop 39 – if you then come out and drop 10 and your team loses and wastes a 17-point lead and, yeah, the, yeah. And, and the playoffs are dependent on it in the first round, that does affect how we think about you as a player, right? Like, in the end, that's, that, that's going down in history this way. Now, if Kyrie comes out, balls out of control, and they win this series, which could still happen, I'll say something else. But at this moment, so, it doesn't look good. Am I wrong? The game one, game one was in the middle of the day, though, uh, of Max, yeah, it was in the middle of the day, so it was much closer to Game Two. Uh, yeah, I'm saying it right. It was much closer to Game Two, so he his energy level, his energy level was different, was way different. Especially when it's at the end of the day, man. Like you're you're on fumes, Max. So I, I hear what your point is saying, but I, I, I'm just, I'm talking about what I see on the court, and I know what I see on the court. Regardless of whether this dude had 10 points or not in this one he game. He got to be in that conversation He in that me. conversation Got to okay. be in We're me. in the conversation. Well, now we're ranking well, see, him. Because we're just going for the ones. I, it, could he possibly but be number one? if you're saying for we're in the conversation, mm-hmm. if he would have gave me a whole full season, he might have been one. Okay. That's he didn't le- give me a full legit. season, so he's in the conversation because he didn't give me but 
what did he give us, 25 20, games? 20 but to games. me, it's kind of yeah, like 20, a season where, where Chris Paul is in the MVP conversation, but you would never put him one. I'm saying Embiid might be one, LeBron might be one, KD, Giannis might be one. I wouldn't have Kyrie number one best player in the world, but maybe you guys do or possibly could. Will Jay Wright be the next coach of the Lakers? One person thinks so. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Carrie Kittles, former Villanova and Nets guard with us now. Villanova legend, Jay Wright retires. What do you even make of that? I mean, he's accomplished everything in college basketball for the most part. He's in the Hall of Fame now. What's the next challenge? L.A. for Jay Wright at this point makes a lot of sense. I tried to tell Mr. Williams, and they poo-pooed me. I tried to poo-poo it. How could you be so naive and blind? You played the game and you saw this. Carrie, now now that you said it. It just makes sense. Guys, a whole Let's lot. Let's go, Lakers! Damn, Listen, blew my mind. Keyshawn, J. Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Jay, Key, what do we say about poo-pooing each other? We shouldn't be poo-pooing mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. If you, Quentin if you guys Rich- just listen. Quentin Richardson is with us now. Q Rich, former NBA player for many years, of course. Uh, good morning. First of all, you did you hear that sound coming in? I did. I did. Morning, fellas. Appreciate you having me. I heard it. What do you think? You think, um, you know, Key, Key was trying to say, uh, you know, listen, the guys don't just step down. I kind of agreed with that. Jay uh, uh, was not, was a little cynical, skeptical. What do you think about this entire situation? Q Rich. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I kind of agree with with, with with what Kerry said as far as, like, he's pretty much accomplished everything in college basketball. So, I mean, you know, what's next for him? As far as him going to the Lakers, I don't know. I don't know if that's the, you know, that's the that's the, the first stop you want to make on the other side with, with everything that they got going on right now. Because, I mean, you know, that's a situation where whoever steps in that seat, and I'm not saying that Jay Wright doesn't, I don't know how much respect he'll command from these, from those pros over there. And, you know, how it is, guys, a college coach coming in to the NBA from college, that could go a lot of different ways. So I'm, 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 I'm unsure about how that would look or work out. Q, that's why I told Key, I'm like, you know, when Kerry was on, he talked about, well, if Jay Wright gets autonomy, I'm like, well, that that's the – the operative word right there, autonomy. Like, how do you know you're going to get that <laughs> considering you have so many cooks in the kitchen, man? Yeah, I mean, that's why I say, I mean, a guy like him who's done so much on, on the college level and, and, you know, wherever he goes, I feel he should get a, you know, a, a good shot of a clean slate. And I don't know, that's what's waiting in LA. I mean, you know, you got LeBron, AD, possibly Russ, and, 
and then just everything that's already happened, he's coming into a situation where his back is already against the wall. Q Rich, I want to get into the Nets and Kevin Durant. So last night he has 27 mm-hmm. points. He has 18 of those points from the free throw line. But let's be uh, you and I talk real hoop. He got strapped up, man, second game in a row. What are you seeing mm-hmm. Boston doing in order to hinder KD? That that listen, what they what they're doing, they're sending size and length at him and they're 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 trying to be as physical as possible. But even when they're not, you know, trying to get into him and, and bump him and give him physicality every turn, like they have length on him, man. Those guys, Al Horford, Bice, Tatum, Brown, you know, and then when when you don't have that height and length, you have Marcus Smart or one of those track guys trying to get up under him and so he's getting a lot of different looks. And he's not getting a steady diet or anything to where he could kind of get comfortable and try and figure things out. They 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 doing a great job of mixing it up on them. Even I like even when they do get fouls on them, they seem to be like good, hard, frustrating type fouls that were good used fouls. It's not like he's making them get like they're getting fouls on their own terms. I feel like you rich. So that's coaching, right? Like Udoka is 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 like it's a, been a coaching mismatch. It seems to me what you just said, a lot of different looks doing different things, you know, not just here's the ball, go out and play, right? Like, isn't that a, isn't that coaching? Uh-huh. No, I think, I think that's absolutely a game plan that's being set in place that the way that they're out there trying to defend KD, that's absolutely a strategy that they've gone over and they came into this, series with a game plan that this is what we're going to do and it's and right now it's been working unbelievably well you know q i don't think it'll it'll you know now you got two days off to go back look at the game look at the film understand get a little better understanding of what it is when they're blitzing you coming from weak side help all the different things Kyrie now in my opinion has to bring his game with, with, bring his game to Brooklyn with him and not leave it back in Boston, will that ease up the things that they're doing to Katie? The only thing that I like, like I, I'm not worried about Kyrie bringing his game or he's going to have that. That that His game travels wherever. But my thing is I felt like even last night watching the game, I felt like when they were doing, you know, they were doing a solid job. Like like Jay said, they were, they were, they were defending KD well. And I felt like is it, it, he? They have lapses where Kyrie don't touch the ball. He just going down and he's standing in the corner doing something like nah. Like that's Kyrie Irving. If they doing a great job defending KD, get that man the ball and let him do it. That's how I was feeling a couple times. Like it, like to me, it, it became too many possessions up and down the court. Well, I'm seeing Kyrie standing in the corner like he me a spot up shooter. Something like nah, that's Kyrie. If they going if they gonna double and do all these things with KD. And get that man the ball and let him take everybody to school until until we can get KD off. So if that's not... Rich, I'm telling you, brother, Steve Nash ain't it, man. Like, I'm watching it, and I love Steve Nash. I got a lot of love for the two-time MVP. Like, you're just watching M.A. Udoka and the, the adjustments, man. Like, even what he was doing with Marcus Smart, moving him off the ball and different things. Like, those slight changes are things that just become so much more prevalent when you're watching the game and things get tense. And you, you want to see those counters made for other counters, and it's not happening. It's not happening. No, I, can't. I mean, like you say, when you talk about the, the, the things that Eme is doing uh, defensively, I, I've i not seen for two games KD be defended this way. Yeah, and he man. spoke to it. He was honest about it. Like, they're doing a good job. Like, I, I love the fact that he didn't try and, you know, make an excuse or do anything like that. And I'm, I'm totally – I also 
feel that he's going to get back to Brooklyn and things will change. And he's going to find his game. But, I mean, I, I love the fact that he didn't shy away. And he was honest, like, hey, they did a great job. And take, not taking nothing away from him. Like, you know, obviously he missed some of his shots that he could make on, the, on the, in the first game that were open. But he was honest saying that, hey, they're doing a good job defensively because they are. So, Curious, before we let you go, we were having a conversation before about who we think the best player in the world is right now. Seeing what's happening to KD over the last two games, I think that's still a small sample size. Giannis, Joel Embiid in this conversation. Who would you have as the best player in basketball? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Well, like that's, still, that's definitive. I feel like if he, played, if he played a full season, he's the MVP. Uh, that's definitive. Q Rich, I'm with you. I think if I had to I'd say KD is the best, right? But if you're the best player in the world and you're playing with Kyrie, even when you have a deficient coach, you can't get caught ball watching to lose a game on the road and then let a 17-point <laughs> lead disappear. Like, he's got to, and he's even said it, he's got to step up and get you one now, right? Like, this is it right now. Oh, it? yeah. That, listen, that's, everything you said is true. And, and, and just like you said, even though he's the best, things happen. That still don't make me change my mind because I know very well that he could come these next two games and put 40 on him and it's 2-2 and then everybody right back saying, oh, yeah, KD's the best. We know how this is. Everybody got shows. Y'all got a show every day, so we got to come up with headlines and stuff. But let's not get it twisted. Let's not, you know, lose sight of the real deal here. This is two games. That's still the baddest man walking. <laughs> for real. He was, he was too much almost for the whole Bucks team last year in the playoffs just by himself. Uh, KD is something else, boy. He's got to get it going. Q Rich. And the other thing I think, well, we got we to gotta get Tatum some love, man. No young doubt. boy, young boy, is, is, is he announcing, like like I heard what he told uh-huh. Joel and B, you better get yours now because it's mine next year, and he's showing that. No question. Uh-huh. Can you be the best player on a championship team? Now's the time to do it, and Tatum is stepping up. That's Q Rich, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you. Yes, boy, sir, no, fellas. Appreciate it. Thank you. We are presented by Progressive Insurance here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Why Jay was shook after something that happened to him yesterday. Key, you're supposed to have his back, man. It's messed up. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Um, guys, you yes, see this Keyshawn picture of Jake? You, you seen Drake, you seen Drake uh, leaving the court with Embiid? You guys see that? Yeah. Yeah, I saw him laughing with it, and then I was wondering, because you, know, you, you know, when you see pictures, like screen grabs on the internet, you're like, man, come on, Drake. Like, you rep Toronto. Like, don't be hanging out with Joel Embiid. But then when you see the video... Of what Joel actually says to him, it's some it's some next level stuff. Yeah, Joel, just letting him know we get ready. We get ready to bring out that broom on you. Oof. Drake almost reminds me of like a Don King back in the day. Guys would enter the ring with one fighter, and then whoever won, he'd leave the ring with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he'd be entering the ring with some different things now. Who? Yeah, he he's interesting. Drake. Yeah, yeah. When he comes to them, like uh, 
Yeah. He you know, he's the ring with some world a, champs. Yeah. <laughs> he's an interesting, interesting dude, though, man. Like, he would get on my nerves if I was the opponent. He would, like, he would really get on my nerves. All Why? the clapping and miss. Because, first of all, you're not like that. Yeah, your music is good, but you ain't playing on this court. Like, he wanted them fans that just would irritate me. Would Spike me. Lee get on your nerves like that? Uh, probably not. Well, see. Yeah, like back in the day. Yeah, probably. Jack Nicholson? But, yeah, but. Uh, no, because Jack ain't out there. Jack ain't out there talking trash. He's not barking. Right. He's no, he's not clapping, barking. He's, he's just clapping. Clap. And he, he's he's being a fan. He's on the he Lakers as opposed, to, as opposed to trying to talk trash to the other team. Yeah, Drake be out there just yapping. Drake be calling people bum asses. And yeah, things how you like gonna that call to somebody face? a like, bum? Like, if you don't sit down somewhere, <laughs> man, please. Still make him write a song about you. <laughs> yeah, right. but the best max is during the summer yeah. in New York. You should see all the guys, like all the big rappers, come and they work out. Yep. Um, you know, in New York, and they're getting shots up, and all these guys making all these viral videos. So now everybody feels like they can really hoop. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like J Cole can. Like J Cole can really hoop. He can like, play basketball. He's accepted yeah. in the basketball community. Like, Drake is kind of – Drake knows everybody. But he's the abandoned. But Drake can't play no basketball. Play basketball I don't like give that. a damn how big his basketball court is at home. He can't play basketball. That's, That's a dope crib, mean. though. He got up OVO. Yeah, I understand. Hey, Max, I get it. Max, you and Key got to come up with me to OVO weekend. Y'all don't even know what that is. It's the weekend before Caravana. Oh, my goodness. No, my I don't goodness. need to go to that. Right. No. Oh, my goodness. Not, that's not funny. It's a basketball Jack. weekend, Key. You'll like it. OVO weekend. You're not going, Key? Okay. You're trying to get me in trouble. No. I want to watch basketball. Oh, Gates yeah. is coming. I'm there. I already covered those at the last one. <laughs> How come I didn't get invited? Yeah. Because yeah. you yelled at me. Oh. Officer Costello. We, Pat, we, that little eh. Uh, Officer oh, Costello. we got to hurt. Because, Pat, your mom is a teacher of teachers. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> it's just it's just he didn't really have a reason other than Pat. Eh. Oh, that's got a smart, yeah. Pat. It's got a sting. <laughs> We're back Officer in Costello. 10 seconds. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Key and I are having a great time. Uh, we're with Waddle and Sylvie. So we had an autograph guy. I felt this man's hand on the, the lower soft part of my back. What are you talking about, lower Wait, soft part? The small of... I, 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 I've never been touched that place before by anybody. I'm very, but very he, good he, he at... grabbed me with the whole palm, though, Key. The whole palm of his hand. Yeah. Grab the small part yeah, of my... It was, it was awkward. I don't know why I... Um, 
I don't know why I describe my lower back as soft. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's soft know. part Hi, of your Mr. back. Williams. Stop. Glad about your love handles. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Williams. Oh, yeah. Can you sign this? Oh, you got to stop me? that. Yeah, that's a real pancakes? creep voice, man. You got to stop that. <laughs> the dude was a creepy. Followed me and Evan around for thirty minutes. Did he sound See, like but that? But this is real? what was messed up about it, Max. I didn't talk to him. Evan was by Keyside the whole damn night. Yep. Evan, nowhere to be found with me. Well, you didn't get no drafted security, number no one overall by the Jets. You know what I mean? Like, that's your problem. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I see it. But he would have followed Yale no, Ming around. Oh, you guys. You got, ooh. ooh. No, it's that not where a... he was drafted. It's that it was to the Jets. That's the whole thing. No, I, Evan didn't follow me around. Well, I told, I threw the well, dude on Evan. I know. It sounds like the dude. Because I, I went to the restroom. You threw the I, dude on Evan? No, your dude. I, I, I uh, no, don't. Wherever that. he is, Evan I, will uh, follow him was around. I headed to the restroom. And I saw the dude, Max, and I'm like, okay, here we go. I can see him with the bag and everything, the the, the <laughs> merchandise hanging out, the memorabilia. And I'm like. Just all sweaty. I can just see oh, yeah, so yeah. gross. And I can see him. Hey, I periffed him. Periffed and then him. I just faked him out. I, pay, I faked him out with a, a pump fake. And I went around yeah. to the two-hole. And then all of a sudden, I went up the stairs, and he was following. And I was like, he's like, can you sign this, Mr. Johnson? And I was like, no, I see this guy right here, man. They running this whole thing. They won't let me sign anything for anybody or nothing. I just kept walking. And then Evan blocked him off. Jay was over there cocktailing and cheesing and smiling, kissing babies. And he went and caught up with him. May I ask see, where that, Evan is, is right now? Where's Evan right now? Where is Evan? Evan is in know. the studio. Yeah. Um, working right now. I think it went downstairs. Making yeah. sure no or one's touching Key's bag. Sitting, sitting right next to Keyshawn? Is, that... is he sitting to your right, Key? <laughs> man, I need to your stop, right, right man. Now. Max, you know what I realized? Key has a magical trait. Mm-hmm. Key, you could be right next to Key, and Key act like you ain't even there. Like, <laughs> people will be behind him, like Mr. Johnson with <laughs> with the autograph joint, and he'd be hearing him, but he'd be staying in this conversation like he don't hear him. Absolutely. He's it, it, a mastermind. It's very, I can't do that. I'm like, uh, it's very disturbing when people interrupt you in the middle of a conversation. It is, it is the worst thing ever. Don't you see me having a conversation? Like, you don't need to keep tapping me. I'm talking to someone. I, think I am the in the middle of a damn here, conversation. Key, I think the big takeaway here is that, and the fans should know this, anyone who's listening to us, Jay really loves it. If you see him in public, go Max, put your hand on his back. Max, the small of his Max. back. We're going to fight, Max. Is how he, it's how he responds to people. So if Whoa. Jay is not talking to you or paying attention to you, a little Touch gentle pressure on the small of his back, Yo, and he will have to attention. I'm not on your team. <laughs> I'm not on your team, man. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, and the thing is, is I'm so nice to the autograph seekers, and I yeah. take pictures, and I smile and everything, Jay. Yeah. But when I'm engaged in a deep conversation... Don't harass me. Go harass Jay. He's open. He's ready to go. Whoa. What, what, what is happening here? He's ready to go. This is why I don't mess with any of y'all. Go harass man. Jay. Is the, Let a man put his fact on the lower the fact, small of my the fact back that again. You didn't, Watch what happens. The fact that you didn't say, hey, man, why are you touching me? I mean... I, that's well, inviting. I, I turned around. He was it's right in, in the face. It's inviting. Right yeah, you hear how West Coast he just got? I'm coming See, on COVID. I don't know what's happening. No, you got to breathe. I'm going to teach you. It smells like coffee yeah. from 5 in the morning. You tell like, somebody. Damn. You say, hey, man, are you, you trying to, to get by? Up. No, you just say you're trying to get by. You're touching on me and stuff. I've had one of these hey, deals. Don't put your hands on I've me. I've been in line before, Max. Mm-hmm. At, I don't know. I was somewhere in line. And the dude was like right up on my shoulder. I had to turn around and say, hey, man, well, you know, back. 
Uh, Max, does this ever happen to you when people, like, they, they feel like they know you? And I get that. But they touch you. It's like the quick all the time. The shoulder grab. Like, hey, all, like, all the time. No, they don't should, you shouldn't like, put your hands on other people, by the way. By don't the way, we also are, so are hopefully COVID coming out of a pandemic. Like, really, don't pandemic. put your hands on strangers and stuff. I must have used five Max, bottles of sanitizer <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> oh, man. We was... got into the cars and we started taking a bath. And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I said, I ought to put it on my feet. Max, I wish you were there because knowing you and the way you deal with germs, oh, this would be classic to watch. The facial expressions you would make, it would be, it would be. The, you know, guys, I tried, I, to fit, I tried to fist bump at least every time, but then at some point it just didn't. They're relentless. Even before COVID, I didn't like shaking hands just because, especially if you, let's say I'm in a fight and there are thousands of people there, you wind up shaking hundreds of hands. Come on, man. That's you know. So I try to give people a little oh, pounds, little fist bumps, man. you know. And Max, when you when you go to fights, were you wearing the leather jacket? No, I'd have a suit on. Fonz. But the point is, no, you no, give no. you give a hundred people fist bumps, then one person shoots out their hand for a handshake, and you just automatically you might as well keep shaking hands. You sh- guys, I was once in Atlantic City, like it was maybe Gaddy fighting or Mayweather fighting. I forgot who, but I gave I, I told people, hey, just give me one of these, give me one of these. I'm, I'm trying to shake hands, trying to stay healthy. The, you know. <laughs> And then one dude puts out his hand for a handshake, and I'm like, give me one of these. He goes, I'm a veteran. I fought for this country. You're not going to shake my hand? So now I just turned down oh, 100 handshakes. What could I do? Shot out my hand, shook his hand. Now everyone's giving me the side eye who I just turned Pandora's down for a box. handshake. You might, as well, you might as well shake all the hands. Yeah. Now. If you shake one, you might as well just go through it. I had to do it yesterday, trust me. I was fist bumping, elbowing, everything, and the lady... The lady came up and wanted to shake my hand, and I didn't understand what she was saying at first. And she was like, "Oh, can I have a kiss too?" And so I gave her a little kiss on the cheek, and she then asked was like, you for uh, a kiss. Gave her like a fake she asked hug. You for a kiss. Yes, you didn't see that. Evan was right there. Oh, I, I saw her try to tickle the middle what? of your back. Ladies are, are not to tickle the middle of your back. Ladies Wait, are more hygienic than men. I think you could give you could shake a lady's hand. It's fine. She's taking care I of things. Guys, it's disgusting. It wasn't a kiss. It was more of a lean well, hug. Like, no, 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 it was like, going hug. to a men's room. Come on, guys. Wash your hands for crying out loud. <laughs> Absolutely. I've T-R-E seen people Sean walk in Max. the restroom, disgusting. do their deal, and did leave. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.